Welcome to Courtside, everyone, a discussion of the post-election litigation brought by Donald Trump. It's day 36 after the election, and the big picture is this. Never has a legal team lost so much so fast. Really, you know, he's at an astounding number of losses. The count now stands at one out of 55 that he's won. I mean, there are more jokers in a deck of cards. He loses at every level. He loses in the federal court. He loses in the state court. He loses in the trial court. He loses in the appeals court. And he loses in the Supreme Court. It's quite remarkable to watch Donald Trump's ability to lose. As I mentioned once before, he's really on his way to the legendary Georgia Tech Cumberland football game in 1916 with that score of 222 to zero. But that, of course, hasn't stopped Donald Trump. There's a bunch of silly action today, including new moves in the Texas lawsuit. More on that in a minute, but I understand. I hear some anxiety from all of you. So to cut to the chase, that lawsuit is a joke. And that's a really mean thing to say about jokes. Okay, three other things before we get to Texas. First, in Nevada, Trump tried to set aside the certification because, oh my gasp, they used absentee ballots during COVID. Well, that lost six to nothing in the Nevada Supreme Court last night. A quote from the unanimous opinion, contestants failed to meet their burdens to provide credible and relevant evidence to substantiate any of the grounds they set forth to contest the November election. In the Michigan Supreme Court, they threw out an attempt to decertify the election as well. And in Arizona, and I know this will break your heart, Sidney Powell's latest crack in lawsuit collapsed with a federal judge saying, quote, it is sorely wanting of relevant or reliable evidence. And along the way, she managed to lose on every issue from the court's jurisdiction to the merits to mootness to them filing the case too late. So that brings me now to Texas. Uh, and, you know, this Texas lawsuit filed in the U.S. Supreme Court yesterday directly is basically like the Kraken lawsuits on crack. And it's brought by an attorney general, I guess, um, though notably this attorney general, whose name is Ken Paxton of Texas, is under indictment for securities fraud and separately an FBI investigation because eight of his top aides turned him in for corruption. So this lawsuit really seems designed to be more like Ken Paxton is pulling a Mike Flynn pardon or I guess Dinesh D'Souza or I guess Roger Stone, or I guess Conrad Black, or I guess Scooter Libby, or I guess Bernie Carrick, or I guess Sheriff Joe Arpaio, the list goes on. In any event, you know, the lawsuit itself has no legal substance. That may not be what Paxton cares about. Um, and I suspect that is why Texas's top courtroom lawyer for the U.S. Supreme Court, the person named the Solicitor General, didn't even bother signing these papers yesterday. So here's the complaint. What it says is that this state, Texas, is complaining that four other states had election improprieties. And so they're asking the U.S. Supreme Court to hear the case. Now, there are a bunch of serious problems with this. First, the Supreme Court doesn't like it when you run into their court first without going through lower courts. They want ventilation of issues in your specific case. So if you can resolve the dispute in other places, you're supposed to do so first. Texas didn't even bother to do so. 
So for example, one case I was involved in a few years ago, the states around Colorado were upset that Colorado legalized pot. And so they said, this marijuana is hurting us, it's going to pour over our borders and the like, and they ran into the U.S. Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, oh, we're not here in this case. It's really, you can run right into the Supreme Court when it's something where there's no other place. Like if there's a river dispute, like I used to live in New Hampshire, the Connecticut River borders New Hampshire and Vermont. If there's a dispute about that river, well, that's the kind of thing it's unfair to be in one state court or another state court or the like. And so that's why you have it going straight to the Supreme Court. But here, this is the opposite. And indeed, many, most of the allegations in Texas's case are the same as the ones brought in the other 55 cases, the ones that have been thoroughly rejected time and again. And a brief filed just tonight by Christy Todd Whitman and other Republicans in the U.S. Supreme Court labels this thing for what it is. It's a stunt. It's an attempt to undermine our election and undermine our democracy. So, there's more problems with this. Like, for example, Texas can't even begin to explain what kind of interest they have in the election procedures of other states. I mean, if this theory were right, could Illinois now sue Texas because they think Texas has bonkers, you know, election rules on voter ID or whatever? Can Hawaii sue Alabama? And why limit it to elections? Why not go after marijuana or prisons or education systems that are a joke in various states? Texas better watch out. When I was learning the Constitution, it was conservatives who stood for federalism and states' rights. And oh, by the way, what kind of mishmash is this lawsuit? The same people who are saying throw out the election in each of these states and appoint through the state legislatures their own state of electors are the ones complaining about election fraud in other states? I mean, literally, they're inviting the most massive election fraud imaginable, throwing out everyone's votes and just replacing it with what their own party wants to do. That's ridiculous. Okay, two big procedural actions today that I know you're concerned about. One, 17 different states filed a brief supporting this Texas lawsuit. Now, before you jump off a cliff, understand they don't say that Trump is right. They just say that his arguments are important. Now, um, this is a brief largely signed by political officers, Republican attorney generals, not the courtroom top lawyers and the like. But in any event, this brief on the merits is not going to matter. You can't turn water into wine with a brief like this. It's just water. And it's dirty water at that. I mean, it's actually a sad moment. We are witnessing the abandonment of law for politics by these folks. I mean, these state attorneys general have really important jobs. They are the chief law enforcement officers in each of their states. And if you're someone who's been locked up by one of these attorneys general, you have to wonder how lawless could they be? What kind of contempt do they have for democracy and freedom in our most basic rights? Uh, it's quite reprehensible. So that's the first thing that happened. These states have filed a friend of the court brief. Going nowhere, don't worry about it. Second, Trump himself said he's going to intervene in the Texas lawsuit. So he's basically saying, I'm a separate party, but I want to join it. Now, things don't quite start out so auspiciously for him because reports tonight are indicating that his legal filing for his separate action appears to have been written by the same state lawyer from the universe, from, from Texas, the same guy that Texas hired, uh, to file their lawsuit. They just forgot to delete the metadata. So that's a no-no, but in any event, serious problem there. Um, and in any event, 
Look, it's probably the intervention motion is going to get granted. So Trump will be able to say, I'm a party to this new lawsuit being brought. That isn't going to do anything. That's about the only victory Trump is going to have in this lawsuit. It's kind of like, you know, when you file a motion to get extend the due date uh, by a day because you need an extra day to file your papers. Courts generally grant that. And so Trump is like going to probably win that and he's going to win a motion. Um, so I guess he can say he won something. Um, but what he's going to win is insignificant and tiny. So, uh, dear viewers, nothing today changes anything. Donald Trump has lost as he has every day since November 3rd. I'll see you tomorrow.